What's up, everyone? This is your long-lost host, Holly Joy McCabe, aka The Spiritual Fit Chick, coming back to you after a extended hiatus, <laughs> partly intentional, partly because of numerous other things. But the important thing is I am back. I am ready to get some episodes recorded and continue to share content, value, and knowledge with you that will elevate your mind, body, and soul. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Spiritual Fit Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Joy McCabe, and my biggest passion and goal in life is to help people optimize their mental, physical, and spiritual health to live badass and holistically healthy lives. If you want a truly multidimensional approach to your health and fitness, and you're eager to learn vital tools to help you along your journey, this is the podcast for you. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I have to apologize for my hiatus and leaving you guys hanging. Of course, I hit the ground running with this show and life gets crazy and businesses get crazy and it has been a whirlwind of six, seven, going on seven months now. So this is episode seven, a little delayed and overdue. I have to laugh and tell you guys though that I actually have recorded episode seven like three different times. One was the part two of my chronic illness journey and it just was not intuitively the right time to, there was no finish line with that story and I just didn't feel right about sharing and then I recorded another episode and the microphone wasn't on so it like didn't record everything and it's just kind of been a mess but I think, you know, sometimes those things happen for a reason and sometimes we have to be willing to walk away from projects instead of try to force it um, because, you know, stress can be something that really destroys our health as much as anything else. And I really was putting so much stress and pressure on myself to show up on all these platforms and do all these things when I really just needed to back up and really center on my health, um, my marriage, you know, my own personal life for a while, which is hard for me to do because I'm a serial entrepreneur and I'm a server and I love, you know, educating and giving value to everyone that I'm connected with. So, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that, but I do look really forward to coming on here more consistently and sharing with you. I definitely will do the part two of my wellness journey because I've made some incredible shifts, which is partly why I'm able to be back on here. And I just can't wait to kind of take you guys through my journey, share some of the breakthroughs that I've had and continue to, you know, help educate and inspire you guys on your health journey. So Without further ado, today's topic is going to be short and sweet. I want to talk about basically the kind of concept, you might have heard the, the phrase before, missing the forest for the trees, which is you're kind of missing the big picture of things because you're so hyper-focused on the small details of life. And this is something over the course of my health career that I have seen so many countless times in so many different ways with people and it's one of the most detrimental things that a client or individual can really have in their their mindset and in their daily habits and stuff which is basically you know focusing so much on well how many grams of protein do I need and do I do cardio first or weight lift or do I need a pre-workout or a post-workout or how long after my workout should I eat food and all of these little details that might matter if you're very far advanced and you're an elite polished athlete who 
has their nutrition down to a science and is sleeping perfect and you know they just want to dial up those performance notches a couple more um, bits then those might be the types of people that could benefit from those little tiny details but the average person it does not matter and a good friend of mine who I actually had on the very first episode of the podcast the Fitness Jones training podcast, he really put it perfectly. And the way he described it was so profound because he said, it's like if you have your house on fire and you're worried about the landscaping. And he and I share so many different beliefs on, you know, health and fitness and sustainable living with working out and eating right and, you know, balancing your approach so that it's not one of punishment and deprivation and misery, but one that you can actually enjoy and feel good about. And I just love the way that he put that. And I've, <laughs> I've used that with giving him credit ever since then, because I just, it resonates so much with what I, I've always tried to teach people. Um, and it's just a really good visual. And so I think, well, I know rather that I've been in that position so many times. So it's not just something that I see other people go through. I've experienced it a lot too, where I get, I'm such a, a nerd, you know, like I love getting into the details of the science and the biochemistry and all the mechanics of everything, mental, emotional, physical, and all the factors. And sometimes I wear myself out and I really add stress to my mind and my body that I, in one aspect, I'm like, oh, if I can just tweak this and, you know, add this nutrient and do this one little thing, I, I'm motivated by improving my health in some way, but the amount of stress an obsession that is going into that behavior or into the end game is actually counteracting what benefit I might be getting from that little thing. And, you know, for me, I've went through kind of swings with this a lot where I get really obsessed with something and I, I always feel like it's in a good way. You know, like my my goal is to learn as much as I can about the ins and outs of health, um, mindset, fitness as I can for myself and to make me a great leader and coach in this industry. So at first I'm like, oh, I just have to know all the things. I've got to be the expert of all experts and I've got to know, no, no. And I try to know all this stuff and I consume and then I just kind of get deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I come up for air and I'm like, okay, so let's take all the information. Let's look at it. Let's evaluate what's applicable to you, what's logical, what's feasible and kind of shelf the rest as information for, you know, future reference if you need it, but it doesn't have to be gospel. And then sometimes it's like I go the opposite direction where I'm like, even though I've tried and tested and done all the research and all the self-experimentations and all my clients have had the same results, sometimes I just get to the point where I'm like, let's just push the envelope. And a good example of this is I had eaten gluten-free for almost 10 years and this past year, I kind of, you know, I would do gluten from time to time. Like I didn't not eat soy sauce and stuff like that. I just stayed away from the big gluten sources. And maybe on occasion I would have a pizza and it wasn't really that big of a deal. But (laughs) I decided that, you know, I was like, it's been a really long time since I've really tried grains. And I was reading a lot of plant-based nutrition books and they really talk about the, the benefits of whole grains and all of this. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll just try this. And I think there's a lot to be said for always being open-minded and being willing to experiment um, because your body can change and grow and heal and recovery. And, you know, sometimes what works for you at one point in your life won't work for you at another and vice versa. So 
I started implementing a little bit of grain here and there and some bread and I started having toast for lunch and about a month into it, suddenly it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like having all these nasal issues and congestion and I've never had allergies and I was like, what are you doing, Holly? Like, you know better than this. Like, and I was, the symptoms were there. I just was, I was missing the forest for the trees. I was so focused on the big picture and the nutrients and the proteins in the plants and all this stuff that I kind of almost got tunnel visioned. And I forgot the 10 years of study of all the reasons that I shouldn't eat gluten. Then I don't believe that gluten is the best for people. Um, you know, cause I started studying it way before the gluten-free trend hit when I started having severe reactions and stuff. And I've always been one of those that has really hated the people in the industry that act like being gluten-free is a joke and doesn't have a purpose. Like I've always defended that adamantly because I'm like, I have severe gluten intolerance. Like I'll have issues and other people have issues and they cause inflammation and stuff. But I decided to really test it after, you know, so many years. And so basically that story is just to say that sometimes it's hard to stay in between the lines. You're either in this lane or you're in the far opposite lane. And it's like, I think that's where focusing on the the fundamentals really comes into play because you'll hear people very often say things like, well, I was doing really good and I was eating really strict and I was going to the gym, you know, five days a week. And then I got off track and I'm doing air quotes right now because I hate that term because it suggests that there's like this one way to eat healthy, work out, and like be fit. You know, it's like just this one path. There's just this one tiny little line that you have to walk and otherwise you're you're not doing it right. And that's not true at all. And there's a reason that women are so prone to yo-yo diet and to crash diet and to gain weight and lose weight. And it's because we typically, we get obsessed with the details and then we over implement all of these little things. And it actually takes a ton of mental energy to count every single macro and portion out your meals and make sure it's timed, you know, at the perfect time ratio pre and post workout and all of that. Like that gets very time consuming. Again, those are the types of things that someone who's a full-time paid athlete should be focused on. And even then they have elite level coaches that are really taking care of the, the thinking part. They're just telling them what to do. So you have to understand that dieting and restricting and obsessing and all of that is already stressful, like very stressful. And then when you start obsessing and adding more rules and being more strict on yourself and focusing on all these additional details, you can only maintain that level of like commitment and just obsession with all of the details for so long. And then you'll be burnt out. Then you're just like, oh my gosh, I need to eat a whole pizza, drink five beers and skip the gym for a month because you are burnt out. You have like ran yourself into the ground. And I see it all the time. Again, I've been there. I've done it so many times. It's like one of the lessons that even now, like the gluten thing, I'm like, when am I ever going to get it? But I'm, I'm sharing this to let you guys know that, you know, no amount of certifications or no amount of successfully trained clients or anything like that really makes anyone exempt from this stuff. I mean, maybe there are some people that don't struggle, but I'm always very open and transparent with you guys about the fact that I still struggle with a lot of things. You know, I struggle with binge eating sometimes and not in, not in the severe, you know, capacity that I did 10 years ago, but it still could fall under that. You know, if I've been a little bit too strict or I've, you know, been super stressed and then all of a sudden I sit down and, 
again, it's not really a typical quote unquote binge, but it's like, I'm so hungry. I'm so stressed. I'm so tired. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, let me eat this entire plate of nachos. And then afterwards I realize I'm like, okay, so you weren't fueling, you weren't sleeping good last week. You weren't hydrated. You weren't, you know, balancing your blood sugar. And that's what led to that. And then I just pivot and I adjust and I move on from there. So for me, I've kind of come to terms that I'm always going to have little slip ups. I'm always going to be course correcting. I'm never just going to have it nailed together. And for a long time, anytime I messed up even the slightest bit, I would just berate myself and beat myself up and like just shame and guilt. Like I was always convinced and very, very early on in my like fitness career that if I could just guilt, shame and punish myself enough that I would act right, do right, be right. And I would be you know, the six pack ab girl that had the perfect life. And that's exactly why I'm so adamant about teaching holistic fitness from a mind, body, soul capacity, because I've been there. I've done that. I've, I've, you know, got the t-shirt and none of that stuff ever leads you to a place of happiness or health. And so that's what I wanted to share with you guys is that you have to be careful about where your attention's going. You have to be careful that you're constantly kind of checking in with yourself and saying, is what I'm doing realistic? Is it maintainable? Do I feel good? Am I looking forward to my workouts? Am I enjoying food? Am I enjoying social outings because I have the flexibility to eat what I want when I want, but then, you know, not feel like I'm off track? Constantly ask yourself those questions. And when you learn to do that, you'll you'll stay more in the generalized lines of your wellness path instead of veering off the side or taking the exit or doing a U-turn and all of that. So I just wanted to tell you guys that if you're struggling and you're feeling overwhelmed, back it up to the basics. And the rule that I typically try to go by that I find is the most successful for myself and almost all of the clients that I work with is the 80-20 rule. And that is basically 80% of the time you're eating as clean as possible. You're eating the foods that you know work for you. If you don't have problems with grains and you really feel good on them, like by all means, um, you know, do that. But if you don't feel good on grains or, you know, there's certain additives or different types of foods that give you stomach issues or make you feel tired, like stick to the foods you know you really feel good with. And then the rest of the time, have some flexibility You know, like allow yourself to go out with friends and have the beer and, you know, get the ice cream or whatever it is that fits within your healthy guidelines and like the things that you love to do and eat and like the ways you love to exercise and like let that be your framework because no matter what other coach or guru or philosophy you can look at out there, at the end of the day, you always have to chew the fruit, spit out the seeds. You have to take what fits you and your lifestyle and your body and, you know, your stress levels into account and create a custom lifestyle. And that's really the last thing I'll say on this topic and for this episode is that you can read all the books, um, you know, listen to the podcast, follow the philosophies. But at the end of the day, the one thing that is going to be so valuable to you, especially if you're new on this journey, is to always be able to think critically and not take anything as absolute truth. Because I can promise you, having studied plant-based nutrition inside and out, the keto-based diet inside and out, paleo inside and out, 
like literally every single diet and nutrition lifestyle out there, I have studied, I have read the books, I have looked at the science, and there's science to support it all. There are success stories on every single one of those diets. There are people who have had their lives changed for the better by it, people who have lost weight, people who have kept the weight off, and then there are people that had the exact opposite, who, you know, messed up their gut health or became really depressed and gained weight. You know, it's the bio-individuality of each person cannot be overemphasized, like straight up. So I always encourage people, keep an open mind, continue to read and educate yourself and be willing to try different things on, but do your best to not look at something as this is the gospel, this is the truth, no matter how good it may feel at the time. Because there was a time six months into doing keto where I swore, I was like, this is the holy grail. I was like eyeballs deep in the science and the research and I felt so good, better than I had ever felt in my life. I had effortlessly got the leanest that I had ever gotten. I had so much energy. Like I felt like it was like the answer from the gods above. I was like, this is a miracle. I will never come off keto. And then a year and a half in, you know, I started having some issues and then I studied the alternate side of keto, the way keto can damage your thyroid and your gut health and different things. So I just, I want to encourage you guys, focus on the fundamentals, whole real food, moving your body, monitoring your stress and enjoying life. Those are like your pillars, man. If you focus on those, you can't go wrong. The other stuff, they're just details. They're little things to tweak and to experiment with and to have some flexibility with, but don't worry about what color your petunias are going to be in your flower bed if your house is on fire. You know, like that's what it all comes down to. So I'm going to wrap it up for now. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Tag me, screenshot this episode, tag me, let me know you're listening, share with your friends. I know sometimes when you're struggling with your health journey, it feels like everyone else on Instagram has it together and you just don't have the discipline or you know, the, the grit to push through it. And that's not the message that I want to put out there. I want to put out real life information of a real life woman who has studied all the things, done all the things, lives a healthy life, but also still has, you know, a few bumps in the road and stuff and constantly has to keep myself in check. So I would love to hear from you. Send me a message. If you enjoyed this and my other episodes, feel free to read a review and Don't forget, if you guys are looking for the best, the most premium, the most badass CBD products on the market, that would be my company, Zen in a Bottle. You can check that out, zeninabottle.biz. And also, we have a new phytoceramides skin-based collagen support, which is amazing for anti-aging and all kinds of great things. So that's one of the projects I've been working on behind the scenes. It's one of the reasons I was off the radar with the podcast for a while. Um, But I'm super excited to share that because, you know, one of my huge passions is to help people with pain, mental, uh, mental health issues like depression and anxiety, and, you know, just help them feel better so that they can stay balanced and they can do the little basic things every single day. And the same goes with beauty. Like I think feeling good in your skin has so many components and, when you wake up and you put yourself together or you're feeling good in your skin, you're going to take that confidence out into the entire day. And so much of the beauty industry perpetuates these kind of negative messages and is also very toxic to the human body. Like a lot of the different methods that the beauty industry takes to fight aging 
really cause harm to your mental and physical health. So those are huge passions of mine is to create products that give you guys solutions, help you feel amazing in your skin and don't cause any negative side effects because <laughs> as always, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt and decided to create something different in the industry. So feel free to check that out, zeninabottle.biz. Let me know your thoughts on this episode, guys. And if you have any suggestions for what you would love to hear in upcoming episodes, please reach out and tell me because I would love to serve you guys. I would love to give you the content that you're the most interested in. And I can't wait to bring on some of the upcoming guests that I have lined up and just continue to share and grow with you guys in so many powerful ways. So that's it for now. Have a great day and I am out.